I'm supposed to turn this down. I'm enjoying the song too much. Yeah, it's a good song. Hello, everybody. Hi. Dyslexic Heart Podcast number 19. We've never done one of these sober, have we? No, that's not how we do this. (laughs) I would like to start by talking about the beverage that we're enjoying. Okay. Go nuts. Talk about the beverage we're enjoying. It's Fireball and Rum Chata. It's good. I'm enjoying it. Delicious. You take a shot and a half of Fireball, shot and a half of Rum Chata, throw it in a shaker with some ice, strain it into a glass. Enjoy. Creamy-licious. Oh my God. It's really good. I have a new problem. Mm. It's it reminds me of the oatmeal cookie a little bit at Peppermill, except without the ice cream and the complications so and the good. having to go to Vegas. It's simple even deliciousness. Though, even though it's fun to go to Vegas, I wouldn't mind going to Vegas right now. Can't but. can't just do that every time you want a drink that tastes like an oatmeal cookie, though. Right. Sometimes you and, just got to make improvise. Yeah, and I th- I think this has been on the internet for a while, but as I was buying things at one of my favorite liquor stores, uh-huh. the guy's like, oh, you should make... So, so I was preparing for a trip to South Dakota. Which did not happen. Which did not happen. Sadly, and although I'm finding silver linings, so... Yeah. Because we would not be recording this show right now. It's true. It would be tomorrow night instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But it might be a whole different thing. Who yeah. knows? So I, I was buying some shots of Fireball... I want to say for the road, but I don't want to drink on the road. No, but it not would be, actually on the road. But. Right. It would be after the road part was finished. Right. But the road part didn't actually happen because winter. And uh, the guy's like, you should mix this with rum chata and call it an oatmeal cookie. Cause, and I'm like, really? Tell yes. me more, sir. Yes. I would like to know more about this thing. Do you have a newsletter I could subscribe to? Yeah. Actually, they do. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, fireball, rum chata. And... Uh, yeah, so can I talk about my road trip a little bit? Yeah, go nuts. You can talk about whatever you'd like. This is a free-form show with no format. No, I, I don't you know, know how, how interested people would be, but I was supposed well, to go see my parents and my grandma and my aunt and uncle in South Dakota. Uh-huh. And I set out on the road on Wednesday, yeah. and it took me an hour to get out of town. And then I realized there was a jackknife semi yeah, on not the a freeway. Good idea. Bad weather, bad driving. Because I'm antisocial, I was staying at home. Mm-hmm. Because well, the, the dogs need tending. The dogs need tending. You were representing your family. I was going to represent mine. That's true. And, you know, we were yes. just, yeah. And I just decided, you know what? And my mom had sent me a text like five minutes before. And she had said, if it's really bad and you have to turn around, it's okay. I understand. Yeah. It was good that you turned around. I think so too. It was nasty. It was awful. Yeah. You made a good choice. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And then you got home, and I helped you unload your truck. And then the weird thing is, or no, no, actually, I helped you unload your truck. The and day then before. I had a shot of fireball. But I fall, I fell, I slipped on some ice and fell. And since then, I have this weird thing where about every twenty minutes, I have a spot on my leg that gets really warm, but not on the exterior, just on the interior. That's so weird. It is weird. It feels like I have a heating blanket on my leg, but I don't, and you but, can't feel it if you touch the outside. So you can't warm your hands on no, it. No, no, it's just an internal thing. And I did a search for it, and it's fairly common. Hmm. It's like some nerve. I may, I may have damaged in- some nerves when I fell because that's the leg that got fucked up. But it'll go away. Yeah, people have said generally it goes away. Good. It's very odd. That's weird. I know. It's just one little spot. You got to be careful on the ice, man. Gotcha. I've been walking like a penguin. I've been like <laughs> seriously keeping my body weight low to the ground, and like I know I look ridiculous, but 
I do not want to fall on my ass or my, my head. I want to keep really low to the ground. So I just, I just like shoulder crawl. I just crawl. I'm like uh-huh. doing the arm crawl as a, as though there were barbed wire. Right. Um, it's some sort of. You're su- practicing for Warrior Dash next year, aren't I'm, you? I'm practicing for uh, my Survivor audition. Uh huh. Yeah. Fucking love Survivor, man. I'm really enjoying the season of Survivor. It I am ad- too. It adds if you want to enjoy Survivor a little bit more, meet someone who's on it. Yeah, yeah. Just have a conversation with somebody who's on it. It'll make the experience that much more enjoyable. We had the pleasure of in- of meeting uh, John, who is still in the running. He was working in Vegas for a while, and we got to meet him during our last trip. And super, super, super nice guy. The most gracious person and just Genuinely really friendly, friendly and enthusiastic. So, like, super nice. Just, so we got to talk to him for, like, 10 or... We talked to him for, though, like, 10, yeah, anybody 10 or 15 can be minutes. Super nice for 10 or 15 minutes, but... But then the next day, I'm standing at the top of an escalator. You were in the restroom, and he happened to be coming up the escalator, heading toward work, I guess. And he saw me, and he came over, and he's like, hey, how, how are you today? I'm like, I'm doing really good. Michelle just hit a royal flush and it's her birthday. And it's, and he's like, oh my God, that's the greatest. Tell her I said, congratulations. He was like super excited about it. It's just like, yeah. I love people like that that are just super genuinely friendly. Yes. Cause I'm not like that. I mean, I'm, I'm an <laughs> I'm asshole. I'm not, but, I'm not either. Um, I'm a total bitch. Like, just, just he didn't there's no reason but for him to be that nice to us yes and and like, he was just cool and, and it was like, just i have somebody to root for now yeah yeah and like i see his gameplay in a totally different light like yeah i don't i think if i hadn't met him i might view his character because there's so much editing right. that goes on with that oh and he told us about that too which was fun that's just great like he, he gave us dirt but without spoiling anything we couldn't like tell us too much because he has a non-disclosure agreement yeah their he, said, he said oh huge there's something upset. coming up where and this is a this is um, two months a month and a half ago or whatever and he's like there's something coming up julie's making a huge really crazy move it was julie right does something completely crazy yeah like, and ooh, ooh, okay. yeah so we well, that was a couple weeks that, before she and that's not out. giving away anything it's just like then what he, does she do he told us how jeff probes like Kind would, of intimidates them during tribal council. Like he'll directly ask them, who are you voting for tonight? And if they decline, or if they say, do I have to say? He'll say, yes, you have to fucking tell me. He like, he's, he's, yeah, he intimidates them. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. It sounds like during the challenges too, he, like, there's a lot of stuff they cut out where he's like swearing at him and telling awesome. them how worthless they are and stuff. <laughs> I would actually, I would pay to see that because yeah. there's nothing I love more than cranky Jeff Probst. Like there was a so woman good. a couple seasons ago who was always pulling the end like she was always coming up last and she's like and jeff prost is all here comes what's her name at the end again (laughs) he would just throw out these really catty comments and i would pay to see that actually i i I love jeff probst i think he's so good at that job he's really good at what he does and then knowing that there's that kind of stuff that's headed i appreciate that that that's happening yeah yeah yeah, that's a great. Oh. I, I I don't know. I I'm I'm amazed that I've stuck with Survivor this long. There were a couple seasons we there didn't couple, watch. There were there was a while we didn't watch, but more yeah. often than not. But then I, we got sucked back in again. We're like, oh my god! I just love the strategy behind it. I love the gameplay. I just yeah, I, I get sucked into a that really show. good show. Yep. And a lot of people, I read um, Entertainment Weekly. I read the wrap ups, and then uh-huh. they have a Q and A with Jeff every week, which oh, really? is really fun because you get all this behind the scenes stuff. Part of it too is I think I get the feeling, and you don't know because you see people on TV. Right. I suspect I'd probably enjoy having a drink with that guy. Oh yeah. He just seems like he's probably a pretty cool, down to earth guy. And how is his Q and A? It's interesting. Like he won't obviously give stuff right. away, but it's always educational. Like I love reading the behind the scenes stuff because 
I always have to find I want to dig deeper. I'll send you the link. Please do. Um, we'd include it in the show notes, but we're not yeah, that kind I'm of show for this. Um, we do have emails later, though. Right. Listener oh. emails that I've been sitting on since January. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, the other thing that John told us was that, so this had happened like, the week before we met him, that his team threw the challenge. Right. So we got some behind the scenes intel on that where he was not in favor of throwing the challenge because that always screws you over as a tribe. The minute you yep. throw a challenge, it seems to take things downhill for your tribe. True. And so because he and this other guy sat out, the other guy thought, hey, that's my signal to throw the challenge. And it was not entirely true. Wah, wah. Yeah. I should play a, mu- I should play a music. And the guy who threw the challenge <laughs> got music. kicked off, which is awesome. I should play a song. Okay. What song should I play? It's raining tacos. No, we should do that later. <laughs> I have that. I have that too. Um, um, oh God, shit. I don't know. Should, should I choose something? Choose that. I'm drunk. Choose something. I'm going to choose a song that I think is one of the best pop songs of the year that most people have not have heard, but it's blowing up locally on one specific station. <gasps> I think I know what you're going to play in a moment. <sighs> this is so fucking good. I'll tell you who it is after the song, but this song it, like I said, perfect little pop song. I love it. I love it. I love it. And this is one of the reasons I love Minneapolis.
Oh, that's so that's good. That's so good. I love that. That is Lizzo and Caroline Smith. I have like five things to say about this. I have many things to say about that too. So you go first. Um, one, one of my favorite memories of that song is um, I was getting ready for yes, our Vimp meetup and were, putting that on. You as, had your little dance, your makeup dance party. I was, I was putting on makeup and having a dance party and it was so much fun. And I think you were entertained by I it I was too. entertained, especially because I love that song. Yeah. This is, uh, let me go since you okay. went first. Yep. I think I have the same thought, but go ahead. Part of what I fucking love about living here is the cross-pollination of genres. Yes. Caroline Smith is more of a singer-songwriter as songwriter type Mm -hmm. lizzo is an r&b superstar she is so good yeah and the two of them collaborated on this and they did some live shows together and that's just there's no there's no thought of well that's weird yeah here well like when jeremy messer smith was doing was it works for words he was doing this show and he had dessa on right who is more of a hip hop gal and there was just no like, Hey, we happen to know each other. We're friends. We're going to come on and we're going to do this thing. Genres aren't as they don't matter that much here. Yeah. Musicians collaborate here more often, I think than in other places. I love that. When they wouldn't necessarily naturally mesh. If you just like looked at a, if you looked at a lineup of bands on paper, you wouldn't necessarily put some of these groups together. And yet, they do, mm-hmm. and that's really, really cool. Yeah, it's really collaborative, yep. and I think it's beautiful. It is. That's one of the, yeah, that's it's great. Well, hey, we're closing in on the annual New Standards Christmas show where we always end up discovering something new that we love, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that there will be somebody, it would be cool if like Lizzo or somebody was on the, oh my God, yes. it's always a secret to the last minute, but yeah. So yes, that may end up being my favorite song of the year. I, just, I love that song. It just makes you feel good every time you hear it. It yep. just and it the just video, pumps you and the video up too. And, oh, the video is so much fun because wasn't that filmed in South Minneapolis? Yeah, it's and just they're just like, walking oh, around and hanging out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah, like I, I just want to hang out with them. <laughs> I could listen to that song over. I want to hang out with Dessa too, and I could actually pay to do that because the current are. One of our local radio stations is doing this thing where one of their DJs, who is actually from England, he's going over to London and leading a tour. And it was just announced that Dessa is going to be there also. But I'm afraid that I would be like super super awkward because when we saw her at Paisley, I just like froze up and was just like, oh, my God, it's Dessa. We saw her Paisley. And then when we were actually we saw her before we saw her at uh, last year's Minnesota Music on a Stick show, she walked by us. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't worked like, up the... I, I cannot say hi to her without being Super weird. fangirl. What <laughs> yeah. if she's at the Doomtree Surly Day at <gasps> our local, one of our local taverns? I will make myself to. at least say hi and say, I love your music. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Yeah. I just want to... We don't know which members of Doomtree will be showing no. up at our particular bar, but we are going to go and find out. We are. They have their own beer, Surly Doomtree, mm-hmm. which is coming out soon. We have to go try it. We have to go sample it next Sunday. We do. Yeah. Excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I hope that I hope that she does the St. Paul route instead of the Minneapolis route. I do too. That would be delightful to yes. say hello to her yeah. in a situation that would be appropriate for doing mm-hmm. so. Although you and POS could talk kidneys. That's true. I plan to do that. I'm going to... Because he had a kidney replacement. Yeah. So can talk kidney he had a surgeries. transplant. Like, he had the whole, like... That's hardcore. Remove and replace. I know. Where you just had the removal. I was just a pussy. I only had one. I just had it taken out. I didn't have a new one put in. Yeah. 
so we'll see. Yeah, that'll be um, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I love those guys. All right, should we play another song, or do you have anything else you want to chat about first? Oh, uh, let's play another song. Anything particular you're interested in? I've uh, got a whole s- bunch of stuff. You pick. I pick. Okay. So we did the last show at the end of September. It seems like so much shit has happened between then and now. I know. It's been less than two months and it I, does seem I, like I've a got long like time. a whole list of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I know. Well good. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of songs and I copied some of the stuff you Okay, good. Had on your list too, but um, did you get all the way down to the trip Shakespeare stuff? I did not. Okay, because I added that later because I right. was like, oh, we have to talk about Matt and John's show. We can certainly do that. Uh, we will. Let's see. Before that, there was another show that we saw. That was the Gaslight Anthem. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So let's god. talk about that yes. briefly. Should I play a song first, and then we can talk about it? Yeah, I think we sh- we should give the people a break from our banter. <laughs> That's a good idea. We'll play this one. this song me too One Thousand years by gaslight anthem it's my favorite one off the new album we might have played it last oh, time but i don't care because it doesn't it's matter so good. we're playing it again fuck it we saw the video we we have a story to tell we, about we, the song now I, we saw the video i mean we saw we were there when they filmed when the they video. filmed the video they filmed the video so awesome. at first avenue so two parts to that we we paid a little extra as part of it was part of your birthday celebration it was and we went early and saw the pre-show, and when we got there, they so said, worth it. "They said, all right, we're going to play this song like four times." And I said, "Yes, please." And by the way, we need to talk about Amy Poehler's book too. Normally, the yes, we do. Normally, the the pre-show that they do is like three it's, or four songs. Yeah, just that, are, uh, that they don't do during the norm, normal mm-hmm. show. They talk to the audience, or they talk to the 
yeah, the audience, the the people who paid to mm-hmm. go to the it's pre-show. It's kind of a Q&A. It's sort of a storyteller's Q&A thing. Yeah. Combined with um, sound check. But we got the bonus in that we got three songs and then three or f- actually four. Four times they did. Four times they did this. Which I'm like, I listened to that. I can't listen to it just <laughs> once. Yeah. I have to listen to it again when I'm done listening to it. So... That was not a problem for me whatsoever. So during the sound check part, they were doing the close-ups of the band. Yeah. And then later that night, they filmed the whole concert, and they they used the live footage for the actual video, mm-hmm. which debuted this past Wednesday. And yeah. On Vivo. Check it out. It's a lot of... Yeah, you can find it on YouTube or Vivo. It's a lot of like quick shot. It's a live video, but a lot of quick shot. I'm playing it again because fuck it. It's so good. Um, a lot of quick shots of the audience. I think you're playing something else, but that's okay. A lot of quick shots of the audience and of the band playing it, and it, I've watched it so many times this week. So good. It's so good. And then we heard it again, so we came back and saw the actual show and heard it again. We're like, not a problem. Not a problem. Play hurt, it again. Hurt play, fifth play, time today. Play three times. It's fine. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but here's the so thing. Not good. only do I love the song and do I love the band Gaslight Anthem so much, but the fact that we... I'm glad that we did the pre-show. We had ended up standing in line for a long time because they were setting up for the video shoot, which yeah. took longer than normally takes. Yeah. So. so we were in line, like, what, an hour and a half? It was a while. But it was a while. You know, but there were only about... But it was a beautiful day outside. It was the yeah. most... It was one of the most perfect days. And there were only, so, like, what, 20 oh. people, maybe? I would say 25, maybe 30. 30. Okay. It, I think it was... a Yeah, I would say 30. It was, but in a big club... It yeah. was a relatively small crowd, and they were so nice. They're so gracious. It was like so, they wanted to make like, sure everybody me- had their- They didn't meet everybody, which is were not part of the deal, right. and that's okay. We all knew that. But, I mean, when a band is standing in stage in front of 30 people, yeah. it's a fairly personal thing. And they're right. like, and, and Brian, <gasps> Brian, Brian Fallon, Fallon just, oh my God, it just like increased my love for him he took, so much. He took questions and he's like, and, and it wasn't like, okay, we have, we have to get all the, que- we have to get all the questions answered in 10 minutes. It was, it was very, it was several times. Does anybody yeah. have any more questions? Is there anything anybody else wants and to And of ask? course I thought of the perfect question like ask. a week later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, it was just really cool to see that it wasn't like we were rushed in and rushed out. And right. There was a, a certain amount of, we, we want to make sure that you get your money's worth out of this, and that you have a good time, and that this is kind of a yeah. cool experience for you. And they had such a shitty experience with it in the beginning because people were assholes about it, and that made me want to go. I think we right. might have talked about this on the last yeah, show yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. Because the fans were like, you're charging too much, and then you're letting people in, and they get to be at the front of the stage, and they paid more to be at the front of the stage, and it's whatever. Yeah, so just, they changed it, but it's like, you know what? Fuck that shit. Yeah. I want to support, support your the bands. Because they're not making a lot of money. Right. It's not like, yeah, it's not like, it's not like in, well, I was watching, we were watching that REM documentary yeah. earlier, and when they got the $80 million deal and it th- changed the way that people looked at them. I said, th- those record contracts are not that was a rarity anymore. That's how things work briefly. And it was, that f- was the economy for a while, but only for a select few a f- people, a select few bands and bands aren't making any money on album sales anymore. So support them through other means. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. when We talk about Everclear later, but Oh um, fuck yeah. Oh, we get to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, um, so it was cool. I'm glad that we got a chance to do that, and we got a chance to see the band. And then they mm-hmm. gave, um, they gave us all these um, prints of a a an, Simpsons animator drew the band. Yeah, they drew the band with Homer. So it's like yeah. a sketch of the band with Homer Simpson, and they had all signed each of them, so they were mm-hmm. individually autographed. 
and we're gonna get the, get one of them framed. Yep. Because it's just a really kind of cool, fun piece. And they gave away disposable cameras. They didn't want people using their iPhones because they there was something about the immediacy of the moment where like they didn't want it all going out on social media. Right. Which is kind of cool. It's like okay, this little thing this is, is ours. ours. Yeah. But they and I don't think they wanted people recording it and stuff. But yeah. they sent us. Uh, a link to mp3s of the three other songs songs. they did yeah about two weeks later yeah so it was it was i don't even remember what i paid for but it's and there was another song they did that they they didn't link to it was it was perfect though because someone yelled out the request i'm like damn i wish i would have requested that song because it was it's one of the quieter songs off the new album that i don't think would have played well to a big room right but it was perfect yeah for that moment yeah it was a it was a cool experience. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of bands are doing the pre-show kind of. We'll talk about that in a about another band in a minute too. The pre the whole pre-show thing and paying a little bit more to mm-hmm. get an, some kind of experience. And if it's a band you really love, you should do it. Just fucking I would do, do this it. again. I would do this in a heartbeat. Yep. For them. Yep. Oh my god. If another band that I really 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 like does something like this, I will not hesitate if mm-hmm. the price is within my budget. Yep. Um because first of all, yes, I like to support them, but it's kind of cool to get an individual experience with yeah. them. Oh, we also got merchandise access early too. Yeah, for for buying T-shirts and stuff, yeah. which we we both got shirts. We didn't just we? got a shirt. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I mean, that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should take our photos in and see how they turned out. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. They're disposable cameras. I'm sure it's going to be completely shitty. Yeah. You know, in a poorly lit room. <laughs> right. I had flash on for half of them and flash on for. Yeah. Or no flash for a few of them. I don't know. I yeah, don't know we'll how see. they did. Yeah. It's weird just taking pictures with an old timey camera. It really is. Like, I have to advance this. I know. I have to scroll this little thingy. What? Totally odd. Yeah. All right. So that was Gaslight Anthem. It was so good. <sighs> Amazing. Shep- and Shep- then, the, like, the main show is really, I swear they get better every time we see them. They do. They do. I mean, the first time we saw them at the Caboose, they're really good, and it was a really cool experience yeah. in an intimate venue, but they sounded a lot rougher than they have the last few times we've seen them, and yeah. each time, it's like, oh my god, they're getting better and better as a band, mm-hmm. and tighter and tighter they're just and tighter and tighter, live. yeah. Yeah, and, it's really cool. And I think, I might have said this on the last show, Like this, the new album, it's different. It's a different feel from the previous sure. couple, Yep. but I really love it. I do, too. I, I feel... This is going to sound hokey, but I feel like I'm growing with the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I'm a big fan of them. So yeah. let's play actually one of the songs from the sound check. Right, so you guys just take I'll talk over it a little bit so that nobody fucking pirates at you f- thieves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like anyone, like there are more than two people listening to this show. That's true.
Gaslight Anthem with the Navasink Bank, live at First Avenue. That was a whole lot of awesome. My lovely co-host is mixing us some more drinks, so I'm going to do some... Let's play another song, because it's no fun for me to do this alone. I'm going to play... Let's see. What should I play? Uh, talk about Too Many Cooks for a minute. <laughs> I don't have the theme from Too Many Cooks on here. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to talk about. Okay. This is Dave Haas with a cover of Ryan Adams' Give Me Something Good.
Where he was recording a cover he did for a, a while lot for he, on YouTube. Yeah, he, he did like five covers, well, and it's not the first time he's done a cover project because his series of forty um, fives that he put out after the first album. Uh huh. He did. Yeah. He so he put out a series of I don't know how many it was four or five different forty uh, fives, and he recorded after resolutions. Yeah, after resolutions, he he recorded. On each one, he had two songs off of his album, a stripped-down solo version of it, and then one song that was a cover of one of the bands on the label that put out that particular 45, and each 45 came out on a different label. Oh, cool. Very cool. I wish he'd do it with uh, Devour as well. Yeah. I would love to hear that. And we got a chance to see him recently. Yes. He was at the Triple Rock supporting yep. Hot Water Music. Yep. So good. It was crazy because... So the first band came on and we got there, was it right before they started? Flatliners? Yeah. Yeah, it was right before they started. And there was like some crazy stuff going on in front of the stage, like people bumping into each other and stuff. A little bit. I'm too old for that shit. I am too. A bunch of people left after them. I know. I don't know if they went outside to smoke or what. I don't know. But so we were, so they've got two levels at the Triple Rock that you have to go down some stairs and get close to the stage or you can stay on the upper level and watch. Yeah. And we're like, well, fuck it. All these people are leaving. We're going to get down in front. So yeah, we suddenly like, the floor was, suddenly there was a vast opening on the floor. So we ended up right in front of the stage. Yeah, it was awesome. Dead center. Perfect. Yeah. So it was uh, Dave and his brother, Tim. Yep. A little solo action. Well, yeah. not totally solo because he had Tim with him, but. Do you know if the first song was a cover or if it's a new song that he wrote? Uh, I don't remember. Is the song called Walk Away? think it was a cover, but I'm not sure. Really good. Really, really good. Yep. It was a great night. Mm-hmm. Great venue. He got down on the floor and was right in the middle of the people for one of the songs. Yeah. The end and just, I always love seeing him play. He mm-hmm. has a general enthusiasm. And I 
appreciate i've talked about this before i know it but same thing with brian fallon from gaslight anthem which was emphasized during his interaction with us during the pre-show i love and frank turner is another one part of the reason i love these guys it's not just that their music is really good and mm-hmm. speaks to me but also the way that they interact with fans that they're they take a we are the same as you we just happen to be on stage performing yep view of what they do yeah, like the whole steady is kind of like that whole too. Whole steady too. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing is like we are this thing. We're all part of this same experience. We're just we just happen to be in this position right. up on stage. We just but, happen to be up here. You happen to be down there. But we're all singing and making music and feeling the same thing. Yeah, and it it's yeah really awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, seeing seeing um, seeing Dave again was really really great. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Yes, it was awesome. Hopefully. I'm hoping one of these days we'll get to see him with the full band. Yeah, I hope so, too, because a couple times we've seen him, it's been more of a... Since the loved ones broke up. Broke up. Yeah. I Which, su- incidentally, yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned this, but we're going to mention it again if okay, we have. Okay, let's. First time we saw Gaslight Anthem was at this club called The Caboose in Minneapolis. Yep. Opener, Frank Turner. Frank Turner was the first one. Followed by The Loved Ones. So awesome. By Dave Haas. Yep. Then, and then Murder, Murder by, by Death, Death played. We'll, for, we'll forget we're, them. We're not going to talk about them too much. They didn't speak to us. <laughs> yes. But then, uh, and then yeah, Gaslight. Gaslight came on. And so good. I can't believe I saw a Frank Turner tape Haas and Gaslight Anthem on the same fucking bill. We have a, we had an email in, uh, actually, this one's not that old, October It's time 1st. for a little viewer mail. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, Chris McGowan wrote to us, and I th- we actually saw him at Vimp. We talked to him a little bit about oh, this. Oh, cool. He wrote to us about, um, after listening to one of our previous shows, about his experience with Gaslight Anthem and said hmm. that... I remember this. Yeah. in Toronto, He said in Toronto they were opening, this is the first time he saw them, they were opening for Alkaline Trio, his favorite band, uh, who he actually saw at Fremont Country Club. During oh, wow. One, during one of the... During one of their shows. <laughs> one of the rare times Fremont <laughs> Country Club was open. And Rise Against, another great band. Uh, he said... That's this where was, um, Hot Water Music played, actually. It is. It last- is. A couple um, weeks ago. It was just after the, re- the release of Gaslight Anthem's 59 Sound, so in Toronto, no one oh. knew who Gaslight Anthem were. They were first on the bill of four bands and took the stage to about four people watching and the rest at the far back bar. Uh, they opened right into Great Expectations, and every oh. head in the play is turned toward the stage. By mid-next song, the patient Ferris wheel, it oh, seemed God. like every person in the place was being drawn to the stage. I remember people looking at each other in amazement as they lit up... Um, the place with with one of their covers at the end of the set everyone was crowded around the stage cheering like they were the headliners in all the concerts i've gone to i have yet to experience an opening band have that effect that's so cool then the band thrice played and everyone went back to the bar (laughs) (laughs) we've been fortunate to see gaslight anthem a couple times since that is awesome and i love that's i love when you go to a show and you discover there's something unexpected yeah We've had that. Well, that's how. That's kind of how Frank Turner was that night. Yeah. I mean, he was here. I'd listen to a few because sometimes when I go to shows, I'll go to iTunes and listen to a few of their songs, and I'm like, I want to get here early and see this guy. He sounds really. Yeah, I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. But then he went up on stage and he played, I don't know, eight songs or something. Yeah. And I think we have a recording of it somewhere. We do. But it was it was immediately like he had the crowd on his side. He was very entertaining, very like engaging. He wanted. He wanted a connection with the audience. A couple songs in, it was kind of like, oh, this is something. Yeah. (laughs) And it was something. And since then, we've seen him 
expand his listenership and expand the right. audiences whenever he comes here. We've seen him every time he comes here except for once. Yeah, it's been cool to see him. We happen to be out of town. Yeah, it's been yeah. Should I Should I play? <laughs> I'll play something off his most recent. He just came out with. Every, th- every three years, he puts out an album of his throwaways. His, his throwaways, beast- like. It's B-sides. Are better than most albums. It's B-sides and rarities and radio station appearances and live tracks and things mm-hmm. like that. So this is the third time that he's put one of these albums out. It just came out a couple days ago called The Third Three Years. And as luck would have it, one of the tracks was recorded live in Minneapolis at his Varsity Theater show. And yes. this gives me the chills. Everybody's got themselves a plan And everybody thinks they'll be the man Including the girls, the musicians Who lack the friends to form a band A singer-songwriters The rest of us are DJs Or official club photographers and tonight I'm playing another Twin Cities show so I'm going through my phone book texting everyone that I know and quite a few I don't whose numbers found their way into my phone they might come along anyway you never really know None of this is going anywhere Pretty soon we'll all be old No one left alive will really care About our days when we sold our souls but if you're all about the destination then we're going nowhere slowly but we're seeing all the sights you sing it I don't think he'd been doing that song on tour. Yeah. I think it was a, I think, I think he might've mentioned before this song that was something he had run into somebody before the show and they had asked if he would do it or something. He hadn't been been doing it very often. So, and it was a a very different arrangement. Yeah. Very much. And because you listen to the studio version, it's very, it's more of an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I was thinking about as we were, as I was playing is just that 
I like going to shows with you. I don't like shows as a social experience. I don't see them as social experiences. That's no. why I don't have a problem going to concerts alone, which right. I've done. <laughs> if I were to see somebody I knew at a show, I'd be like, all right, good to see you, but we're not fucking hanging out. Well, the people that we've hung out with at shows, like yeah. when we went to see The Replacements, we hung out with Andy. Yeah, he's that the was same great. Way. He, he's the same he's, way. He's there for or the like music. Or like at Vimp, like when Our Lady Peace is playing. Yeah. Or when or Sammy, Sammy Hagar was playing, it was like, all right, we are all of this very same mindset. We're sharing where an experience, we're but sharing we're, an experience. The, we're here for the music. Right. We're not here to hang out with each other because we did that back at the bar and we'll be doing that yeah. back at the bar after the show. I mean, there was a little, there was a little bit during yeah. Sammy, but it was... But it was minimal. It was, yeah, it was And minimal. it was really funny. Yeah. Like during Nickelback. <laughs> Did I put, I'm trying to think of my putting Sammy on here. Um, we didn't yeah. talk about that. So yeah, Sammy Sammy played our after party. Oh my God. <laughs> we opened for Sammy, let's we say. We opened for Sammy, right. <laughs> um, yeah, we opened for Sammy Hagar and Harley Lady different Peace. venue. <laughs> but yeah. It was a like, fun show. It was a great show. And people were really digging it and having a good time. And it was just a really fun experience. And Sammy was an awesome guy too. We got to meet him twice that night. We had a little picture with him before the show. And then... Got a chance to say hi to him when the band was having dinner after the show. That's when yes. we, that's actually when we met John from Survivor. He was yeah, because he, he was managing the restaurant Andiamo at the yeah. time, but they're not doing that anymore. Right. So, but um, but we got a few minutes. Well, they I don't know what Jacqueline was doing. She was doing some sort of marketing. Yeah. Thing. But meeting Sammy, I, I'm sure I, I talk s- about them like I know them on a personal. I'm sure base. I stuttered and stammered when I met Sammy. Because you you were okay. Was I? I think you were okay. I was drunk, my but first, I think you were okay. My first concert ever was Sammy with oh, Sammy Sammy leading Van Halen in '88, yeah. and I was kind of starstruck. The thing about him, though, he has been through so much of the stuff. He makes people feel comfortable. Yeah, and I think he did. That's so cool of him. Yeah. Because when he was taking a picture with us, he's like, I want the lady in the middle. I always take a picture with the yeah. lady in the middle. <laughs> it was just really, like, it, it was, like, self-deprecating and very warm yeah. and very friendly and, like, all right, I've been through this. I know how to do it. Yep. And I know how to, like, he's really good at making people. People feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm getting really loud and shouting. No, no, it's I'm fine. Really sorry. <laughs> It was a nice. It was. It's nice when you meet somebody that you like, and they're not an and they're asshole. Genuine, <laughs> yeah. Because we, yeah, we met him twice. So the first time was for the very photo op very, before a very the quick show. Photo thing, yeah. yeah. And then we got to meet him later, and he was just like really, just really genuine, really relaxed, really nice, really personable. Right. It wasn't like he was being inconvenienced by having to yeah. say hi to these two schlubs from Minneapolis. Right. It was really nice, and I, yeah, I, 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 I told them that he was. The first concert I'd ever seen with Van Halen, and mm-hmm. he was like, "That's cool, thanks." Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, and I remember seeing him before. We saw him at the Northrop. Northrop. Yep. And tickets were like crazy cheap, weren't they? Like fifteen bucks or something. That was it. There was a deal where it was like two for one or something at the last minute. I think they were trying to fill the seats. And we yeah. got pretty good seats. We did. I remember being yeah. like sixth row or something crazy like that. Yeah. And he had. It was right after he and Van Halen had a parting of ways. Wasn't that? Yeah, it was a little bit longer. It was right after like Moss Tequila came out. And he had such a good attitude. Yep. He was just so. He was his just shows, so positive. That's the thing. It's like his shows. He's like, you know what? We're gonna have a big party. I'm gonna be up on stage playing for you. We're gonna I'm gonna have, gonna some have a good time. You're gonna have a good time. Everyone's gonna have a good yep. time. 
Yep. That's good. what I love about Sammy. Yeah. I Do you I have like something it. queued up by him? Uh, but you can? Uh, let me see what I got. Yeah. If I have any Sammy on here. I heard I can't drive 55 the other day, and it was just like, last time I heard this song, I was in Vegas. Oh, my God. It was so great. <laughs> Five and it's time to rock. Ten twenty one Central Time. <laughs> oh, that was a fun night. That was a great time. We have a lot of fun times. <laughs> we have so many amazing times there in Las Vegas. <laughs> yep. So who else did we meet that was awesome since our last show? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about art from Hob- Everclear? Hobnobbing with the stars. Yes. Yeah. Just a few nights ago downtown st paul we had a chance to see i it's funny because over the summer when everclear played in las vegas i geeked out oh over i hope you have some everclear in your actually the last two years when everclear has played downtown las vegas we haven't been there but i've geeked out on 500 about them and yeah. we've never seen them live until now until now. Well, well we, we still haven't seen art. them live we haven't seen the entire band live art alexakis is it alexakis or alexakis i think it's alexakis i think so um came through he's doing a small solo tour and played a little bar in downtown St. Paul. And it, I don't think it was very well promoted. No, it wasn't. Which ended up being fine because there were only, you know, I don't know, 150 people or so there. Yeah, it was tiny, but it was so great. So fun. Again, a, oh my a guy who has a really good um, relationship go with his audience. And then the venue. I loved the venue. Like, I want to go back to the venue and just hang out and drink and eat. They yeah. had good food from what I could smell wafting a by. Lovely selection of Belgian Great beers. Beer. Hello, Quack. Yep. Love you, Quack. I think we will have to Yeah. Check that out sometime. Okay. Sorry, I was distracting you from No, art. it's fine. It's fine. Um so yeah, he did a solo show, did pretty much just ever clear songs and when he just played him, wonderful, him I almost died. No opener. Um just him, he came out 
acoustic guitar. Yep. And a lot of inter- it was it was it was built as an evening with art and it was like songs and stories. There weren't There's that so many much, stories. No. There, there was were a, a few. But there was a there lot was of a lot audience, of audience interaction. interaction. Kind of like Gaslight Anthem, actually. And it was just yeah. really cool. Like there were some people standing right in front that during one of the first songs were going to take a selfie with him in the background. Uh-huh. He like squatted down and got in the picture with them. Yeah. And, and right away it's like I like this guy. Yeah. There there are a couple different ways you can handle that and, and I actually have appreciation for both because there's the put away your fucking camera, there's a show going on. Right. And I agree with, I that. Agree with that. But this as for but, this show in this setting it was so small. He was like, it was like, he was like let's just let let's just have a fucking do what fun time. Yeah. yeah, it worked out really, really well. He did a lot of really great songs. Oh, and their catalog, man. They're oh my god. And all right, I ended up yelling out a song which well, I he, rarely do. Now, in, in all fairness to you, his encore is a request. It, yes. It's all requests. He's like, what do you guys want to hear? Like, I wouldn't have yelled that if he hadn't said that. No. I'm not one of those people who's like freebird right or right you're not one of your those greatest fucking dicks. no i'm not a dick the cool thing I is hope. though like, when people <laughs> yell like during the encore when he's so he does the encore he does the request thing and then he does a couple songs at the end that are obviously his biggest hits right so right away from the encore he's like what do you guys want to hear and somebody yelled out santa monica huge hit and right. he's like like i'm not gonna fucking play that <laughs> it, was, it was a very much like and but like, he wasn't being a dick about it he was being right. like a, he was just playing along it yeah, was really fun yeah like you'd give shit yeah. to one of your friends and, and i'm like okay so here's me during the show i'm like what's the song with vegas in it what's the song with vegas in it? <laughs> i'm like trying to play that oh yeah learning how to smile and i yelled out i yelled it out a couple times and somebody else did too yep and, and he then, did it yep he did it was wonderful well he did wonderful too <laughs> Out of Vegas when we broke down Threw my keys inside the window And we never looked back Got all drunk and sloppy on a Graham bus We passed out all them losers They were laughing at us I will never let them break your heart No, I will never let them break me in Phoenix seemed like such a long time Seven months of living Sweating on those thin white lines Did some time for selling acid to the wrong guy Life just keeps on getting smaller And we never ask why There is no perfect place Yes, I know this is true I'm just learning how to smile That's not easy to do I know there will come a day was a fun night i just 
We left the house on a Tuesday. So good <laughs> hearing that song. And then, so we met him afterward. He was yeah. extremely accessible. Yeah, he said he said hang out if he said said hang out if you want to uh, say hi. I'm going to be over at the merch booth if you yep. want it. He's like if you want to buy something cool, if you don't, if you just want to say hi, that's fine too. So we bought a poster and had him sign it. Yeah, and we're going to get it framed. But what I loved about just the um, again people who put you at ease immediately. Yeah. We walk up to the table. He instantly puts his hand out. What's your name? Yep. It's not like, let me just sign this for you. He's like, how you doing? What's your name? And he and he specifically said, did you have a good time tonight? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we did. We yes. Absolutely thank you did. for asking. Just it was it was just and I suppose that after you're in that position for a long time, you get good at. Like, not everybody does. Though. Not everybody does. Not everybody but, does. Some people don't get good at it. Yeah. But it was like. But he did. Did you have a good he time? Was, and I'm like, I had a yeah. great time. This is a really fun show. Thank you. That's I, all I ever want to say to these people is, is thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to our state when it's so goddamn cold. <laughs> and thank you for playing. And just thank you for sharing your music. And thank you for taking the time to meet people. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. It was wonderful. Well, I I'm keep not, saying wonderful, which is the title of one of his songs. I'm not, just, I'm not looking for any... I'm not like expecting, hey, I'm going to become best friends with no, art. No, I'm never expecting that, ever. But it's like, ever. you know what? I'd like, to, I'd like to say hi. I'd it, like to have a good interaction. I'd like, I'd, like to, I'd like to tell him I really appreciate what you do, and that's it. Yeah. And I told him, you know, say, I told him thank you for playing Learning How to Smile, and he said, oh, I love that song. Yeah. I'm yeah, because like, he said... Dude, you wrote it. You should love that song. Well, he, but he, 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 just, said, he was just really genuine. When he heard when he heard, he heard you yell it out and he, he ended up playing it, he said, oh, the as a band, we haven't played this in a long time. We don't generally play this, but I really love, this is one of my favorite songs of ours. I don't know why we don't. Yeah. So it was kind of, that was cool. Yeah. It was yep. great. And then I was happy because the third song of the set was, whoops, was my, I think oh, my favorite ever clear song. song. Oh, I love this song so much. Back that I don't look like you. She said, she 
man just knows how to write a hook. Yeah, he does. Uh, that was a fun night. Uh, I'm so glad we left the house on a Tuesday for I our... am too. It was... And now the thing and is... And now whenever he comes to town, I want to go miss, see him. We will never miss an Everclear show when they right. come through. It was so good. He, uh, and part of it was just, he was so personable. Right. <sighs> good times. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I loved it. I loved it <laughs> so much. Yep. So, what else? Yeah. What else do we have to talk about? Too many cooks, too many cooks. Nope. Not playing that. Nope. Um, (laughs) No, because then it'll be like 12 minutes of, yeah. Another, uh, so we did one other pre-show. We've had a chance to meet everybody we've seen lately. We did the Matt and John show. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Yes, we did. We've talked many times about it. And this was like... This is only like, what, 15 more dollars than the regular show tickets, which was crazy town. So John Munson and Matt Wilson f- of Trip Shakespeare. John has played in every fucking band we've ever seen. Pretty much. <laughs> New Standard, Semisonic. Um, Pleasure before they were Semisonic. Yeah. Yeah. They So Matt and John did a show at a little theater in Minneapolis that we've never been to before. And they one of the options was a VIP package, which included a pre-show meet and greet with the guys mm-hmm. and yeah like you said it was like 15 bucks more than the regular thing and it so included here's what inc- you got yeah you got the pre-show meet and greet which you know yeah, priceless. That's nice. <laughs> then you got a vinyl copy of the twilight hours album signed red vinyl signed yep and you got a free drink which you know we're in right there and those were like seven bucks each or something anyway yeah. so like for 15 bucks oh, no and question you also got um oh Priority seating. First three rows. Yeah. Of a relatively small theater anyway, but... But... First three rows. Yeah. First three rows. So we were in the front. Like, we were way off to the side, which actually ended up being good because there were some chatty motherfuckers in the center. So. <laughs> I saw somebody I recognized there. Yeah? Sitting a couple seats down from us. Uh-huh. Somebody I went to college with that I was actually friends with. But it was oh, like kind of awkward. Like, I kind of like, recognize you, but I don't really have anything to say. So let's just so tell we don't just, recognize each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're in mutual agreement. But yeah, so I think we, so. I'm assuming she recognized me too, but had the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting them. And you had a very awkward conversation with Matt, and I had a very awkward conversation with John, but John was so nice. They were both very, very nice. Like, John and I were just chatting away. You were like, talking he, about the fucking McRib. I know. <laughs> I'm talking with Matt. I'm talking with Matt. I don't even know. You know think, what? It actually clicked once I once I said, I've I think, seen you many, many times, and I was at the Channel 2 taping Trip Shakespeare did, and he's like, you were there? Do you remember Dan getting electrocuted? <laughs> he's taking joy in his brother getting electrocuted. I'm like, no, that was, I think that was before we came in. Your, your like, Grammy-winning brother got electrocuted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so I go up to John, and I don't know, I'm like, oh, the mustache is back. Oh, he, he had the stash. He grows a mustache every winter, and it's amazing and it is phenomenal he's a stylish man i love john munson so when matt he's and a dan wilson, Dandy. <laughs> he is matt and dan wilson played the show which we talked about with brian on coverville by the way we talked to brian on coverville for like an hour earlier and it was just fantastic and i could talk to that guy forever i love that guy i could he's so great oh my god he's wonderful um, wonderful is my word of the evening, by I the guess. way. Anyone is drinking during if the I did, show, if please I did take titles, a shot. I don't do titles for this this no. particular podcast. If I did, wonderful would be the title. Ah, oh, he's fabulous and fantastic and amazing and all those words. And, okay, 
where was I going? I have had a lot of rum chata and fireball this year. We're kind of smashed. <laughs> Usually we kind of we kind of like freaking fall off after about an hour. This is going to be a longer show. I'm a little chatty tonight. I'm feeling good. Good. We're not um, already in. I'm already feeling good. Okay, back to meeting John Munson. Okay. Yeah. So I go up to him. He's got the mustache, stylish man. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, the Matt and Dan Wilson show. He came up like <laughs> wearing a fucking pimp fur coat. Like everyone turned to look at him. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Like, he just commanded the room, like, all right, there's John Munson, he's got a handlebar mustache, and he is wearing (laughs) a fur coat. Done, done. So I met him, and I'm like, and and I comment on the mustache, and he's like, yeah, it comes back every fall, and I'm like, like the McRib! (laughs) 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 So we're just yammering away, like, I haven't actually had one. I haven't either. Are they nutritious? I don't know. I meanwhile, don't think mean, so. Meanwhile, men are like, <laughs> so. <laughs> but we're just we're just <laughs> chatting away like, I don't know. <laughs> so now every time I think of the McRib, I think of John Munson. That's awesome. Which isn't a bad which thing. Which I have to imagine if he were to eat a McRib while he had the mustache, it would be a mess. He would get sauce on There'd the mustache. There would be sauce all over the stash. Yeah. That would be no good. He would. Yeah. I love that guy. I love all the... All the trip, but they were so again, again, very gracious, so nice, so common. And he, even though it us. was part of the deal to get the pictures with us, it was it wasn't like really an obligation. Cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool guys. It was fun. All right, so I guess we have to play something. Yes, I want to and have to. But okay, do you have my trip Shakespeare songs? What What do you have? Because I have I, I have, have. All, most of their stuff on here. Okay, um, let's see they. Played a lot of stuff from Lulu, which did, made me which almost have cry. Easily accessible. So either I would say, well, this isn't on Lulu. I would say either Lulu, Jill can drive a reception. Reception is on. Yeah. Oh, I know what it's sh- on. Oh, oh yeah, shit, those are coming out in a couple weeks. The reissues of the first <gasps> yes. two albums are coming out soon with bonus tracks, and then the other two are coming out later in 2015. I'm, I'm very excited. excited. Yay! Okay, uh, I am going to play. They played a lot of Trip Shakespeare stuff. We're going to play a live version of Reception. Is that cool? Yeah. It'd be like, be like being at the show, kind of. Except there was, there's this more acoustic. Virginia's man. 
Reception by Trip Shakespeare. So good. Oh, yeah. Um, Did I tell you? Do you want to talk about the shit show we ran into on the way to the Matt and John show? Uh, but this segs into something really funny. Yes, it does. So our friend Garth Brooks. Our was, friend? <laughs> fuck that shit. I'm not that guy's friend. <laughs> Everyone's national friend Garth Brooks was playing National Treasure Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, at Target Center the same night we were going to see Matt and John. Just a few blocks away from the little theater we were going to. Yeah, and so we decided we need to it. bail this fucking traffic. We are not sitting in traffic for an hour just to get five blocks closer. We're going no. to park here and walk. Good move. Uh, except for my choice of footwear. Well, you had non-walkable shoes, which don't make sense to me. I had assumed that we were going to park half a block away. Never assume. It makes an ass out of you. And me. Just you. (laughs) So I wore heels. They were fine. They could have been worse. Almost all of my shoes are walkable. Okay, let's not talk about shoes anymore. Because I know you love to talk about that. Ah. I almost made you take the light rail. Are you done? Uh Uh-huh. So anyway, Garth Brooks, would you like Garth to Brooks have a happy... Garth Brooks up traffic. Okay, so happy ending, though. Well, not in that way, but... Garth Brooks is... Uh, is on Facebook now. He posted a video a couple weeks ago, but it kind of surfaced today. He posted this video about proclaiming that he is now on Facebook and how he was hesitant to go on there until one of his friends re- told him it was a conversation. It is the craziest fucking 45 seconds of video ever on Facebook. It is so wonderful. It's so goddamn funny. Greatest unintentional comedy of the year. Let's start the conversation. He's going, he wants to post raw stuff and slick stuff. <laughs> and he's way too excited about it. And it's awesome. Go to Garth Brooks's Facebook page and scroll back to November 10th and watch the video. It is hilarious. Yes. And crazy. Yes. That if you were to post a video like that on like a dating site, everybody would assume <laughs> he was like a crazy rapist. It is the nuttiest thing ever. <laughs> I love it. I Maybe watched not it, that bad. I but watched it like three times and laughed my. When I, I'm like, oh, this, it, <laughs> this is unintentional the ever. comedy on a scale of one to ten, it's a fifteen. That's my favorite kind of comedy. I love mine un- too. Unintentional awkward comedy, it's so good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Made my day. So that's my favorite thing this weekend. I'm not going to play any fucking Garth Brooks because that no. fucking sucks. Well, you don't have any. No. Do we have any? You probably do. I don't. I probably have a I, couple We have songs. a Chris Gaines album, but I don't have it on. Well, as a joke. <laughs> as a fucking joke. Does anyone actually listen to the Chris Gaines album and enjoy it? Yeah, people are clamoring for it. I don't think cr- even Garth Brooks listens to the Chris Gaines album and enjoys it. How embarrassed must he be about that? Remember the Saturday Night Live thing where he was hosting and then he appeared as Chris Gaines as the musical guest? I chatted about that this evening at my little gathering that what I was at. What the fucking shit was that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, potato olays, what was that? <laughs> Good effort, though. Yep. Oh, Good stuff. Good time. Oh, all yes. Right. What else do we have? What else we still do we have all have? kinds of other stuff to play. I know. And we have things. Let's see. Do you have other things? You have a chat. Li- we have a list of topics. I don't. Uh, we've covered most of them, though. Really? Yeah. We have to play a song off the be- off of possibly the best pop album of the year. Okay. Oh, oh, I think that's also on my list. I don't even know I that I need to my, say possibly. I think, n- <sighs> no. The best. Uh, J- just play it. Can I just play the first song? Yes. Because it's so good. Oh, God, yes.
I know that there are certain people who are probably cringing that we're playing this. I don't give a shit because I fucking love it and I will not apologize. Taylor Swift's 1989 is a solid fucking album. The first half of that album. The first five songs. Holy shit. It's pop perfection. I am in. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I think you should let this play into the next song and Uh, we can continue to talk uh, about how awesome. What's the next song? Blank Space. Oh, I have that on here. I've had friends quote that to each other on Facebook. It's, I know. Or Twitter or something. I want to go to New York now. They named her, like, ambassador of New York just for that song. And I'm like, yeah, shit, yeah. You, yes. I'm behind this. I want to book a plane ticket, damn I'm be- it. I'm behind Taylor Swift. I'm sure you are in a different way than I am. She needs a couple sandwiches, though. She's a little too skinny these days. This video, though, can we talk about this video? She's kind of stabby in this video, isn't she? This video, but it's like, okay. You know she's crazy as shit, right? She is, but <laughs> I feel, okay, I feel like this video is delivered with a bit of a wink, like, yeah, oh, everyone absolutely. thinks I'm fucking bad shit. Yeah. And then she went on the AMAs, and it's like, yeah, girl, you are a little bit bad shit. But I don't know. I think she's aware of it, but she can't help it. But right. she's aware of it, but yeah. she can't help it. I think you're right. I love her. And I take back everything I said about her being possibly insincere because I think she's really genuinely just who she is. Oh, God, I love this song. Oops. Ah. Sorry. I fucked up. Okay, that's okay. Can, can you... All right, keep the song up, but I'm yep. just going to tell you about all the things I love about this video. Tell me about what you love about T-Swizzle. I, uh, God, I love her. Okay, first of all, I just love her. I love... First of all, I love that she just... I feel like this album, she's just embraced... I feel like she's... This is going to sound weird. She's always had a lot of agency in who she is. Like... Yes. She just... She just is who she is, and if you like it, you like it, and if you don't, you don't. But I feel like this album, she's really taking control of what she says. Okay. I mean, she's always been in control of her image, but it's not like Britney Spears, where she's got a team of handlers telling her what to do. Eh, Taylor probably does too, but I think but it's less think obvious. She, yeah, I think she is. I feel like she is more of a say than so people think. I think so too. Because people wouldn't, if she had a team of handlers, they would have been like, all right, you need to make another country slash pop album. She's like, no, fuck you. I'm making a completely pop album with no I think she of country whatsoever. I think she recognizes the benefit of, like, let me team up with really good pop songwriters and mm-hmm. it will go where it goes. And there's much more, um, there's much more benefit to her to have a super successful pop album yeah she was already leaning in that direction anyway oh totally and so, not that so why not go all out i mean there's some marketing and stuff involved sure. no question but 
I love it. I love the end result. I have no so apologies for liking a super so super hooky song of uh-huh. any genre. That's the stuff I migrate to no matter whether it's a rock song or a pop song or, or a metal song or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I like the super poppy stuff. I, I like do too. I like a good hook. I love me some poison. So I won't fly. Yep. Yep. So I'm enjoying the new 1989 album from Taylor. And it, okay, this video, she, I, this video is so success. great. It's just very like it's very stylized, but it's it's very self-conscious at the same time. Uh-huh. And I just love it. I love that we play the stuff we play on this show because it's all over the place, and some people are going to hate some of the stuff we play, and some people are going to love yeah. some of the stuff we play. And but in our minds, it all makes sense, right? It's all music. It's all music. Like there's, it's all poppy, and you like what you like, and I don't have, I I like the stuff I like, and I hate the stuff I hate, and me too. That's okay. What I love is that you like the same stuff I like. We do have very compatible tastes, except yeah. for when you get into your seventies bullshit. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. I I like it, but I'm not going to drag you to like a fucking ABBA cover band or something. Thank God. All right. We have an email that's been sitting in my inbox since January 9th, 2014 from our friend Megan. You don't want me to go on about Taylor Swift for like the next hour? Because I could. You could. But I won't. Should we hear from Megan? Yes. See what she has to say. All right. This is a series of either or kind of questions. Cool. And and there are two questions for each topic. You can just keep the Taylor Swift playing in the background. I don't have that much Taylor in my little playlist. I I have like five songs. I know. I'll... um, you know you have that shit. Like, you know you have this whole album somewhere. Oh, of course I do, but I don't think I have it on my... Okay. It's not convenient. Let's... Um, you meant Gaga about the Ryan Adams album. I'm going to put him up in the yeah. background. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. I think this is a song we didn't play last time. I know we played, like, one or two songs last time. And I know it's a total, like... Ben Montench produced it, so they're the Tom Petty stuff is, is getting, obvious. Is it Ben Montench? Is it Ben Montench in here? <laughs> I think that's a John Moe joke. That's awesome. I love John Moe. <laughs> um, email from Megan at John Moe on Twitter. Okay, I am freaking drunk. You and me both. God damn you, fireball and rum shotty. You're so goddamn tasty. The first subject for Megan is drinking slash drinks. Well, we can address that right now. Okay, it's an either or. Drinking around a fire or drinking in a parking lot? Fire. 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 There's something about... Okay, we don't have a fire pit, but the neighbors on each side of us have fire pits. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes they hang out in the summer there. Thumbs up to fire drinking. Yeah. Fancy glasses or fancy garnishes? Oh, God. I'm going to go with glasses. I like a nice, I like glassware. Think about when we were. Bar- I'm going to say something I'm going to regret, but I am a whore for glassware. All right. You are I, a whore. <laughs> like, if I could redo our entire glassware collection, like if I could go to, and I'm going to say a word that you hate, but if I could go to like a mid-century modern uh, shop and just get all the shit my parents had in the six, in the sixties and seventies and replace, oh, I, mm. I love me some good glassware. Okay. I love it. Like I mm. glassware it is. Okay, next subject food. Deep fried cheese curds or deep fried cheese sticks? Curds. Curds. Custard or ice cream? Ice cream. I like both, but I'd lean toward ice cream. Ice cream. All right. I love me some culvers though. Next topic is weather. 
Oh, fuck. Minus 20. Are we allowed to talk about this on the podcast? This is a different podcast. We can talk about weather in here. Minus 25 before wind chill or 102.5 and humid. B. 102.5 and humid. I don't care. I will take heat over cold any day of the week, twice on Sunday. I will agree with that, even though 102 and humid sucks. It's, yeah, I don't care. Okay. Because I I don't have accessibility to that as often. (laughs) 65 degrees and the windows open in the spring or in the fall? Spring. Fucking feels awesome in the spring. It does. Okay, you know what I love? Is that one day in the spring where you walk outside and you feel like... It's coming. It's, it's here. It's going to be warm again. <laughs> yep, we can live again. It's going to be warm. I can wear short sleeves without a coat someday. Oddly enough, there is, however, on the flip side, there is a fall. There's one evening we have every fall. Yeah? One. It lasts one fucking night where I walk outside and I, I'm just like, this is... this. It's not warm. It's it's like there's a bite in the air, but this feels like something. And there's a little bit of a hint of somebody in the distance burning a fire in their fireplace. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And it has memories with it from like 25 years ago. There's all this stuff that comes with it, and it's, it it's one night. It only that exact feeling is is the temperature and the humidity, and it hits one fucking night a year. Hmm. And I I love that night. Yeah. All right, dog. I just want it. Here's my thing with fall. I just want it to last as long as possible, and that did not fucking happen this year. And I'm actually, I'm doing okay right now because I've sort of resigned myself to the fact it's going to be fucking cold for the next four months. But check with me again in a couple months because I might be going stir crazy. Here's the thing. Time goes fast. It does. Well, if you have a fucking vegas trip booked it does we'll be okay (laughs) time goes relatively fast and i have some shit that i need to do in january for various reasons and yeah i think that will distract me even though it's gonna be fucking cold i'm gonna be like i got shit i gotta get done (laughs) all right next topic is i'm just gonna bundle up and go ready for dogs (laughs) yep i love dogs stinky kisses or stinky butts we have both. Seriously, There's we no have winning. ass breath and ass farts. <laughs> There's no winning in that game because I think Zoe was eating rabbit pellets the other day. and <sighs> I don't have an answer on this one. They're so foul. Well, okay. The stinky breath is bad, but it does not fill the room like it does a fart. My coworkers. Um, what? My, oh, your coworkers, your canine coworkers. My canine coworkers, they, I'm like, every time I'm like, oh, I'm so happy to have my dogs here, instantly they fill the room with a fucking hate cloud. I work from home a couple times, and Otis will go into the office and just let a bomb out and leave. And I know. like, dude, dude. I know. Every time, you know I, what every you're time doing. I start to think I'm so happy to be here home with my dogs, they release this, <laughs> this invisible cloud that you can see. It is a wall of hate. <laughs> So I don't have an answer on that one. Um, I know it was redundant, but it's true. Like, you can see the cloud. Again with dogs. Endless throwing of tennis balls or waking up at 5 a.m. to be let out. Oh, absolutely endless throwing of tennis balls. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Yes, please. 5 a.m. thing gets old every day. Oh, my God. Because we have a... I love her, but she fucking needs to sleep in, Zoe. Yeah, that's the worst. Zoe, you need to be more like Otis. Otis just kind of does what he does, and he's like, 
right, I guess it's time to get up. All right. Next topic is annoying. Oh. <laughs> Never going to a concert again. I kind of like this. I do too. I love these kind of questions. Never going to a concert again or every concert has a Beach Boys song. <laughs> I'll put up with a Beach Boys song because I love live music. Here's my here's my conundrum. Never going to a concert again or going to a concert where some asshole talks to the entire well, fucking thing and you want to punch him in the throat. Yeah. I would choose never going to to a concert again because I'm starting to get really intolerant of that bullshit. Yeah. I would I would choose concert with the Beach Boys song. I would too. I would too. Because the talking through bothers me more than anything in life. Yep. Pretty much. Well, except for people who think they know everything, but then there's that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Rather, would you rather sit through a parade or a t-ball game? Parade. (laughs) I'd go with the t-ball game. <laughs> parades, Parade, at least there's some variety. Parades are ridiculous, but watching little kids just fucking run randomly, like not oh, knowing what the true. fuck is going They're, on is entertaining that, as shit. That is entertaining. And even better than a t-ball game. I have been game, to a t-ball game. Even better than ever, a t-ball game think. is watching little kids play hockey. <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> that is entertaining. My nephew actually kicks ass at hockey. He's really good. <laughs> He's in the Midwest. Every little kid kicks ass at hockey. Yeah. All right. Last topic is fashion. I've got this one. I bet you do. I did not order shoes today, by the way. Cut off. This was for me. Uh-oh. Well, it's well cut, it is. cut off jeans or Zubas? Cut off jeans. Zubas. Daisy Dukes, man. Zubas are fucking comfortable as shit. I haven't worn any in years, but. Yeah. It's like wearing pajamas everywhere you go. And yeah, they're fucking ridiculous, but. They're comfy. You know what? Okay. Aesthetically, cut off jeans look good on most people. Not all, but many people. Yeah, I don't know about that. No? No. Cut off jeans? They look, no. They don't look I, I'm thinking of like, I don't depends know. how short they are. <laughs> I'm thinking of the prototypical Daisy Duke lady. You think they look good on most people? On a lot of people. <laughs> if, if they got the back. I would disagree. But Zubas win for comfort. One of uh, my best friend from college. Zubas don't look good on people. No, I know they don't. My best friend, co- friend they from are college, comfy, though. Andy, t- likes to tell say how he loved in college. I went to a rather... Uh, Catholic school? Catholic conservative school with a lot of like kind of preppy-ish types. Mm-hmm. How, how much joy I brought to his life when he would see me from like half a mile away walking across campus wearing Zubas. Because you were the only one. I did not give a fuck. (laughs) I think you wrote columns in your high school, or not high school, in your college newspaper about not giving a fuck. I think you proclaimed your love for new kids on the block in one of those columns. I wrote a column about going out at midnight to buy albums and being in line with most people. I think they were buying like a Stone Temple Pilots album. Nope, I'm there to get the new kids album. (laughs) Just to fuck with everybody. It was awesome. Yeah, I That's was that my boy. I, <laughs> I hated that place so bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. When I was in college, I actually liked it. And now that I'm distanced from it, I'm like, oh, fuck. If I had to relive that four years again, I would die. See, my last Because I've my broken first... contact with most of the people. Well, probably 99% of the people I've gone to college with. My first two years, I was fine. And the last two years, I hated it so i was like if i'm gonna hate this place i'm gonna fucking hate this place (laughs) so i kind of embraced that as my thing and as a result was somewhat as long as i was entertained i was okay 
Cool. Luckily, I found my little. I had my little. You group had some people. good peeps, I had man. Some really good friends, and as a result, it was fine. Okay, fa- final fashion note: mullet or rat tail? Oh. I say, why choose? <laughs> I say, I had both. <laughs> I had possibly neither. at the same time. <laughs> I had. See, why choose? I had neither, but I married to you, and you had both, so we're good. <laughs> I'm not posting those pictures either. No, please You know how don't. people fucking post their... No. no. I'm just not comfortable with Nobody that. Nobody needs to see that. No. No. Thanks, Megan. That was an awesome... That was cool. Awesome. I, I enjoyed that discussion. And we, we, learned, don't, we, don't and we necessarily, learned something today. I think we all learned something today. We don't necessarily solicit emails on this podcast, but you know what? But if if you anybody, wanna. If anybody else wants to, you can use my usual email, email yeah. address of 500 at gmail.com, and we'll get to those in 10 months as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so far behind. I fucking hate email. Um, Aww, email's better than voicemail. Eh. Could you imagine having to call people back? If well, I, I mean, wouldn't. I love, I love our other show voicemails because you can just play I like them. That. I like that. Yeah, but if you like received personal correspondence by email yeah. and had to respond to them, that'd be painful and tedious. I'm an introvert. I like dealing with people electronically. That's true. Do you have any requests for music? All of them. Can you play the Megan Trainer song? The what song? The All About the Bass song. Do you have that on there? I think I'm going to need your particular... Uh, I think I'm going to need your phone. Because you like the bass. Mm-hmm. If one of our friends is listening, she needs to skip like three minutes. I need to take your case off. Oh, does it? Why? It's too thick. I know. It's relatively thin. I don't know huh. why it's doing that. It is thin. Here. I'll just okay. do this. Just take it part way up. Oh, uh, shit. What did I just do? Oh, fuck. Here. Do oh, you need I got me it. to... No, I got oh. it. Okay. I got it. I'm like Jeff Healy with my foot right now. There's a dated reference. What? Because you know I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass.
trouble. I'm all on by that bass, by that bass, no trouble. I'm all on by that bass, by that bass, no trouble. I'm all on by that bass, by that bass, because you know I'm all about that bass, by that bass, no trouble. Are you all about that bass? Yep. <laughs> This is another song. song where I was putting on makeup and dancing around. You were. It was, it a was time. so fun. Just, I had this playlist and it was making me happy. And, and I had drinks. It made me happy too. It's just a good, good time. It's a poppy little song. Uh huh. You suggested the other night that you didn't think she would be more than a one hit wonder, but I heard a second single of hers and I think she'll do okay. Good. I hope so. Yeah. It wasn't that different from this one, but it the was The thing nice she song. did on Kimmel was fucking hilarious. The Thanksgiving, uh, yes. Thanksgiving thing. Speaking of Thanksgiving, do you want to play a couple of the Thanksgiving songs I have on my playlist at the very top? I can. Or no? what, what are they? Uh, the one of them is a too. Dolly Rot song. Here. I'm going to plug my thing in again. Are you going to plug your thing in again? And how's that going to go for you? I don't know. I'm fucking drunk. Sweet. I have not heard this song, but I love the Dolly Rod song. Oh, it's good. It's really good. I've never run the mixer with my foot before. This is fun. Are you on Survivor? So, okay. Can we go back to Survivor for a couple minutes? Yeah, I don't give a shit. And talk about the fucking foot fetish that one of the challenge producers has. Because there have been like two foot challenges in a row. That's no good. No. A lot of close-ups of feet. I don't want to see them. I like feet when they have proper pedicures and shit uh, and are all like whatever. Some but dudes are really into feet. I'm not one of them. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Even though you're not into shoes either. And I can, no, I really. Hey, it's the Dolly Rots. <laughs> <laughs> What the shit just happened? What the? What did you do? Oh, shit. It's not even plugged in. Ha ha. You broke it. Nope. You broke it. Nice try. Way to ruin the podcast. Sorry. I was trying to play a song. Now there's like 10 seconds of silence. And then there's... Sorry. Give me that shit back. Why won't it play? Why because can't I hear it? I have it? the sound turned off. Ugh, asshole. I thought it would be really funny. Tim's at the bathroom. Let's play the Smiths. You fucked it up and it didn't work. I did. I'm sorry. I apologize to the two people who are listening to the show. Now it's just going to be like this weird silence. I could hear it. 
And I'm sure people could, I don't know. Nobody they probably could couldn't hear, hear it. You broke it. You broke the podcast. I forgot that when he like took the cover off and shit. That you ruined the like, Dolly Rot song. I'm sorry. Sorry to Tim and sorry to the Dolly Rots. Well, sorry to the Dolly Rots, but not to Tim so much. Ah. At least they didn't say gobble gobble in that song. Would you like to talk about gobble gobble? No. Hate no. That. No. Would you like to talk about Mary Mary as it pertains That's to Christmas? That's the gobble gobble of Christmas's <laughs> greetings. I think you should play another song for the one I fucked up and I'm really sorry. More Dolly Rots. Okay. They are awesome. I'm awesome. So I'm playing this version. thing with this charming man was i <laughs> uh-huh dolly rods think i'm awesome because you paid him 75 best five, 75 bucks i ever spent <laughs> oh shit somebody just sent me a bunch of rum chata recipes uh-oh Because I'm naturally deodorized. No, you're not. Hey. <laughs> with Kelly. Cool. She's giving you some advice on Kickstarter stuff, right? She's lovely. 
That's cool. Anything else we have before we go? I don't know. Like, there's part of me that's like, oh, I could do this all night. But then it would probably <laughs> drive people absolutely batshit. That's what she said. Especially after I fucked up the playlist. I know. It, it would have gone really well if it had actually worked. What we were doing. Leave the production shit up to me, lady. You saying I can't produce anything? I think you broke the show. I don't think I broke the show. I think there was just a little bit of silence. People can fucking deal. It'll be fine. All right. Do you have It's Raining Tacos on your playlist? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Thank you. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. I feel, I feel like I'm breaking my own rule on novelty songs with this one. I know. Because <laughs> my, my general rule on novelty songs... Way to talk songs, over the sour cream line, by the way. <laughs> my general rule on novelty songs is after you listen to it once, it should be destroyed and never heard again. But that right. song is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I want to... I'm in. Cheese, 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 cheese. It's raining tacos. <laughs> There's a one-hour version and a 10-hour version somebody put together of that. 10 hours. I may unironically listen to the 10-hour version sometime. (laughs) I want to see. It would be a good psychological experiment to see See what what it does to you. I've made it. I want to say I've made it like 10 or 12 minutes. Like, I think I can make it in. I think I can. I think you could go longer. All right. That might be an experiment this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> when, I, when I've got a little writer's block, I might just oh boy. see how long I can go. <laughs> You'll come home and find me curled up in a ball somewhere in the house. <laughs> I'll be in a closet somewhere, curled up and crying. Make <laughs> <laughs> the tacos stop. Well, we'll see. Yep. All right. I think I'm out of steam. All right, we're going to wrap it up with another Frank Turner song from cool. the third three years. Ah, this was fun. It was, I enjoyed this. We should do this Thanks, again. Thanks, Rumchata and Fireball. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and indulging us in our nonsense. As always, you can listen to this show every nine years when we put out a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not encouraging any sort of interaction. <laughs> we do it Considering that. you got emails in January and you didn't use them till November. I know, I know. I know. Way oh, well. to go. What are you going to do? All right. Ooh, oh, I'm you're pushed. yawning. Do you I need know. to go to sleep or something? I don't know. What, I don't know. No, my bedtime's not for another hour and 45 minutes. Hmm. Your couch isn't calling to you yet. Not yet. All right, kitties. Thank you. Have a lovely evening. This Thanks for Frank, listening to this train wreck. Frank Turner.
Somebody to 